so today's sermon, if you're taking notes and you should take notes, um, your dream needs a team. Your dream needs a team. Amen. And it's so important that um, that we start thinking in, in with a, a mindset of building a team around our lives, not to like revolve around our lives, but as a resource so we can be ready to uh, reach our goals and be able to handle all life's challenges. So to remember today's sermon, put DNT, right? Dreams need a team. Jesus assembled a team of disciples. So we are called to work in harmony with other believers, right? Teamwork is all over the Bible. Um, our dreams are not a solitary pursuit, but they're part of a greater dream of the expansion of God's kingdom. Uh, the kingdom of God is built by a collective body of believers. Uh, so in life, we, we are going to need help at one point, right? And we have to learn to connect and work together. Learning to connect and work together isn't just a choice. It's a fundamental part of being a human. So let's frame our thinking uh, around this, servant, this sermon um, with kind of like with some text scriptures, right? And when I read these scriptures, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I forgot I added this part just now. Um, so today in the sermon is my hope that something inspiring you would be like reconcile or reconnect with your entire family to build stronger bonds, um, cultivate a deeper sense of commitment to your church. If this is not your church, wherever church you go to and um, actively engage and support one another. Uh, then you'll create a list of like your doctor, your insurance person, uh, the police officer assigned to your block, your specialist, that you will have a list, right? Um, that you will, you will be bold enough and confident enough to establish with your ele local elected official. They have constituent, like, citizen support. Um, that you will build relationships if you and your union build relationships with your union. That you will familiarize yourself with all the features and benefits and supports that your job has to offer and your community has to offer. And that um, you'll develop other connections, even with your bank and your network and community engagement, that you will start thinking bigger. And so that you'll realize that you need a team to reach your dream. So one of the scriptures I wanted to frame this sermon is in Genesis 2.18, that the Lord said, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. Right now, understand when when, when God for God like created Adam and formed Eve. Eve is better, right? He created Adam, formed Eve. There's more uh, uh, like cathedral building um, Hebrew words behind that. But the word helper in 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 when talking about Eve is the same connotation of like God helping uh, the children of Israel. Right? It's like rescuing. It's like high high tier help. Right? Um, and so it's not just like little helper. It's side by side high tier helping. Right? Eve was like a miracle for Adam. So even in paradise, he needed a team. Even in paradise, right? And you're like, oh, but Pastor Ed, I got it together. I make six figures. I got a, a the, what do you call it? A lottery apartment. I got Ikea that I got somebody to build for me. And I got, I got all these channels. You're going to need a team. Everyone needs a team. Even Lone Ranger needed Tonto. All right, so another scripture is in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Two are better than one. Two people are better than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. 
Um, so Solomon's wisdom is right there saying, like, we need a team. We need to, to support one another when we go through life storms. Elijah, the prophet Elijah, we know he got depressed one time. God told him to take a nap, eat a snack, and go meet him in a mountain, right? And then it spoke to him in a whisper. And so in, in that whole ordeal, um, God gave him a plan. And part of his plan to get over his depression was to form a team. First Kings 19, 15 through 16 says that the Lord told him, go back the same way you came and travel to the wilderness of Damascus. When you arrive there, anoint Haziel to be the king of Aram. Then anoint Jehu, grandson of Nimshi, to be king of Israel. Then anoint Elijah, son of Shaphat, from the town of, I can't say the name, to replace you as my prophet. So he's dealing with depression. He said, you, we, we remember the scene, right? I preached it before. An angel came, gave him a snack, told him to take a nap, and then touched him twice, spoke to him twice. And it was enough strength to go on a journey, to go on a mountain, to meet with God. He met with God. It wasn't like how he thought. It was more of a whisper than fire. And then God says, there's a lot more people that serve, serve me than you think. Matter of fact, I want you to form a garrison. I want you to form a clique. I want you to form a crew with these three. So God sent Elijah to anoint Jehu, Hazel, and Elijah, Elijah for divine purpose, to bring others in a journey so he didn't have to do it alone. Jesus called the 12, Mark chapter 3, verse 13 through 15. Afterwards, Jesus went up to the mountain and called the ones he wanted to go with them. And they came to him. And then he appointed 12 of them and called them his apostles. They were to accompany him and he would send them out to preach. So even the human face of God himself on earth formed a team. If anybody didn't need a team, it was Jesus. And he still formed a team. And you know what's crazy about his team? He had tax collectors. He had like zealots that were like super political minded. He had some of his cousins. He had some of John, the John, John the Baptist disciples. It was a diverse team. Pretty interesting. All right. So big idea number one. You need a faith team, right? I would love to be part of your faith team as your pastor. Uh, you need a pastoral prophetic leadership. And I'm going to talk about 2 Chronicles 2020. Uh, Hebrews 13, 17, you need leaders, right? Like the board, right? Like Malik, Pastor Kenny, Chaplain P, Sister Nally, Sister Anna, uh, did I forget anybody? Pastor Raymond, you need, you need leaders and you, you need your brothers and sisters. So 2 Chronicles 20, 20 says, early in the morning, the army of Judah went out to the wilderness of Tekoa on the way Jehoshaphat stopped. That's a name. Jehoshaphat stopped and said, listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you'll be able to stand firm. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed. Other translations say prosper. So you need pastoral leadership that has a prophetic voice. You know, sometimes I speak to you and you're like, oh, how do you know? Or the pastor was right. You have to learn to discern the voice behind the voice. And then Hebrews 13, 17 says, obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls. They are account I'm accountable to God. They're accountable to God to give Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. You want Pastor Ed to be sorrow? You want, you, you, some of you have that sorrow spirit. You want Pastor Ed to be sorrow. You want my diabetes to come back. And that, that would certainly not be for your benefit, right? So obey your spiritual leaders. Do what they say. So we have to learn to honor our leaders, respect our leaders, listen to our leaders, um, seek guidance and accountability from your leaders. Um, and so it's important, right, that you guys Look, look at me and Sister Anna as like part of your team. All right. 
And then regarding the board, your leaders, right? James 5, 13 to 14. Any of you suffering hardships, you should pray. Are you are, are any of you happy? You should sing praises. And if you sick, you should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord. That's why I like to do the anointing line after I preach with, with the leadership, because we want your healing, right? So we want you to learn to call on your leaders to help you to pray with you, pray for you, right? And to help you navigate and elevate. You need your brothers and sisters, right? You need each other, right? Angelica, you need Vicky, you need Warren, you need, you know, we need each other. Brother Jimmy, Malachi 3.16 says, then those who feared the Lord spoke with each other and the Lord listened to what they said. In his presence, a scroll of remembrance was written to record the names of those who feared him and always thought about the honor of his name. We need to come together and talk about the Lord what he has done, what he is doing, and what we're believing he's going to do. Your church family is a part, a vital part of your faith team to encourage and uplift each other, to motivate each other, to do good, to motivate each other, to live holy. Amen? All right, big idea number two, right? We're talking about building a team for your dream. It's important for all summer church members to identify your social location. That's your gender, your age, your ethnicity, your social class, where you live, your location and figure out what resources you are unaware of and supports you are being denied to because brothers and sisters, the church is not gonna meet all your tangible needs. And so we have to learn that if we don't have resources, we have to learn to be resourceful. Put that in the chat. I may not have resources, but I'm resourceful. So we have to learn to connect and partner with your elected officials, your city agencies, your job benefits, your unit benefits, uh, your, your, all the features and resources uh, around you. Proverbs eleven fourteen says, without wise leadership, a nation falls. There is safety in many advisors, right? We want you to have many advisors in your network. So the last big idea, and I could have been that last one forever. You know, let me go back real quick. So I already showed you like, in the NYC Gov website, you can look at your address and see the name of the cops assigned to your street. And you can email them, introduce yourself, just say you have some concerns, you want to offer some compliments, and you want to introduce yourself and thank you for the hard work, right? You can introduce yourself to your local politician. Eddie just reached out to Justin Brennan and he paid him some compliments. He reflected on some things he learned in school and say, I'm open for future partnerships. I've shared in the Summit Facebook page, uh, Donio Reynoso, the Brooklyn Borough President, has a constituent support service once a week where you could go in and say, help me call this agency. Help me with this problem. Help me fill out this form. There's help around you. You just have to know where to look, fam. And if you know where to look and you're resourceful and you're walking with God's favor and you're conducting yourself like a woman of God, a man of God, and you look dignified and you walk in with confidence and humility and dignity and you appreciate everything you do, I'm telling you, they'll, they'll, they'll really help you. Big idea number three, your team, your family. Your, ch your church family is not here to replace your blood family. Your children are like your arrows in Psalms 127. And I'm gonna tell you a story about Paul's nephew. 
Psalms 127, verse 4. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. And then later on it says, they help you, they help you contend with the enemies at the gate. So invest in your children, nurture their potential. They are part of your legacy and they are part of your team. I'm at the point now where my sons give me so much support and help that I don't know what I'll do without them. There's a story about Paul's nephew, Acts 23, 16. He heard these people plotting against his deal, his uncle. So, so it says in Acts 23, 16, Paul's nephew, his sister's son, heard of the plan and went to the fortress and told Paul, that's a good kid right there. He's a good boy. Um, and so family members can be God-sent reinforcements on your journey. Be attentive to the, attentive to the divine connections within your own family. Sometimes when you keep seeing, you stop seeing. And sometimes you stop seeing the greatness that's right next to you, that's in your bloodline. I know people who rather honor their pastor or their pastor's pastor than their own uncle or aunt. The New Testament mentions at least seven of Paul's relatives. In Romans 16, 21, Paul refers to Jason, Lucius, and Sastapater. <laughs> Sastapater. As his kinsmen or countrymen, these men were all related to Paul. Um, John the Apostle and James were Jesus' cousins. Jesus' brothers wrote the book of James and Jude. Uh, Jesus merged his family's, his church, his, his uh, faith family and his blood family on the cross where he said, woman, behold thy son, and you behold thy mother. So in closing, remember your dream needs a team. Seek out a faith team, Build your network and cherish your family and let people know that you know you have a voice and that you matter, right? Let your elected officials know, hey, Papa, you work for me. I don't work for you. <laughs> and I have a voice and I have some concerns. And sometimes I have some compliments, right? So seek out your team, build your network, cherish your family. And together with God's guidance, you can achieve remarkable Remarkable things, right? Quick story, quick story time with Pastor Ed. Sister Anna gives birth to Eddie, right? He's a big kid, born like a dinosaur. Rawr, rawr, 10 pounds, something ounces, right? And then Sister Anna gets sick. She catches a virus. Somehow, with the insurance, I don't know how it happened, we ran out of insurance. Well, like, I don't know, April 31st, April 30th, whatever. So they, they were giving us a big bill. So I went downstairs, you know me. I went downstairs, I said, I'm ready to negotiate, threaten, cry, beg, whatever. I'm not paying this bill. And so I went downstairs and sure enough, there was a woman there that her sister was in my mother's choir. And I was just like, hey, sister. And we were talking and she was like, okay, yeah, here's a one-shop deal for him. Put this out, um, give, me your, give me your pay stub, find the lowest one. And we didn't have to pay the bill, long story short, because of a connection from my mom's choir. So listen, there's protection and connection, like Sister Nally said. Oh yeah, her sure is expired. All right. So too long didn't read, right? Too long didn't listen. I was working on my fantasy football. I know some of y'all wasn't really listening, but the Lord forgives you. And so it's past the end, right? Your dream, so the, the, this is a summary. Your dream needs a team. Seek guidance from your leaders, support from your church family, and wisdom from your network. Invest in your family and connect with hidden resources around you. So your homework, you have homework, right? Like, oh, I know I know homework. I finished high school in 1979. No, you got still homework, right? 
Your homework is reflect on your network, identify one person you can connect with this week to help you on your journey, pray for your pastors, your board, or your church, and commit to attending our next few events. So you can make a form like this, right? And it can take time. You don't have to do it now. You could. This could be homework um, from now to December 31st, right? And you would say, your church leaders, you put my phone number, Sister Adam's phone number, you know, our names, our emails, your medical professionalness, your, your primary doctor, your insurance people, um, your insurance agent's name, elected official where you live, um, their liaison for constituents, your local police officer's email, your union rep, right? Some of we pay union dues and we don't know what they do, right? So let them know like, hey, what are the features and benefits? We had this $16.81 I pay every week, right? Your HR contacts, you need a mentor, coach, a trainer, a, a banker, right? Go to the bank and just be like, hey, I want to meet somebody. I, I need a point of contact, right? My pastor said I need a point of contact. Uh, because I'm not really great with technology and I need someone to help me navigate the app and navigate some of the, the bells and whistles behind banking with your institution. And then a legal advisor, I'll put some free ones. There's a Bronx Defenders, Brooklyn Defenders, Legal Aid Society, and there's some great free ones. Uh, if you're like, oh, I don't want to put, you know, a lawyer or retainer, <laughs> I don't have money like that. But nevertheless, we want to pray that you develop a network team list. All right, let's pray. And then I'll uh, read the comments and then I'll bring in the board. And then maybe you can put your questions if you have any questions. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word and to remind us to, that we need a teamwork to fulfill our dreams and even help us navigate through some temporary storms in the future. We pray for unity and purpose in our beautiful church. May we support one another. Prayer is so powerful. Give us the mantle of prayer to really, really commit to praying for each other. We ask for wisdom, favor, and healing in all our family relationships, all our professional relationships. Help us restore burned bridges. Let us be, let us be awesome networkers inside and outside our church. We pray for those who struggle, they're shy or insecurity with networking or advocacy or planning. We pray that you provide the Holy Spirit with guidance and resources they need to overcome these challenges. Lord, grant us the wisdom to live faith-filled, flourishing lives with wise stewardship of the resources around us. Help us be resourceful. Lord, we remember when, when you suffered on the cross that no one knew Joseph or Arimathea had a relationship with you. No one knew Nicodemus, that you had resources. They said that you had sheep that you don't know, that they didn't know of. I pray that we would be so resourceful that people would be like, how did you know that person? May our families be strengthened as we pursue our calling to be more and more like you. In Jesus' name we pray. And we say amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Let me let in my friends.